0: Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. Welcome back. Another episode of Triton Nation Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Gonzalez. Uh, We are back at school. It's Tuesday, January 9th, 2024. First day of school for us. Um, We had Monday off. It was a kind of a teacher and service day, staff development day. Just get uh, kind of everybody ready to get back into the swing of things and rhythms. I hope everyone out there had a great Christmas, great New Year's. Um, enjoy time with family if you're a winter coach or a winter athlete you probably enjoyed a lot of time with your teammates uh, as you guys play through the winter months so the winter the winter break I should say but yeah so we're we're gonna jump into this episode and just give kind of an update welcome back um, how winter sports are going what what to look forward to with the spring um, and then talk a little bit at the end of what's going on with this upcoming releaguing cycle for Orange county. As I know a lot of schools and parents may know something about it. A lot of people may not know anything about it. So we're going to talk a little bit about that at the end. But we'll, we'll start with our girls sports, our winter girls sports. Girls basketball is having a fantastic season. Um, Coach Pablo and his staff are just continuing to lead that program well, continuing to push them in the right direction. Uh, they're 17-3 and three as we go into our first league game tonight against uh, – I don't want to necessarily say our only rival, but one of our dearest and closest and biggest rivals, Fairmont Prep, as we host them, 5.30 tip-off on the girls' side. Fairmont Prep is 16-4. and four. Um, Both of our teams are ranked in Orange County's top 25, uh, with Fairmont Prep coming in at number 4, and we're coming in at number 13 uh, in the local Orange County rankings. If you were to look at the CIF rankings, Fairmont Prep is Division II AA, We're division two, single A. Double A is a little bit, is higher than single A. Imagine, you know, two is greater than one kind of thing. Uh, Fairmont Prep is ranked number four in division two, double A. And we're ranked number four in division two, single A. So as you can see, it should be a great, great basketball game tonight of two of some of the best teams in Orange County. Um, Fairmont Prep is actually also on the open division watch list for girls basketball um, and, and, those of you that may not know what that is, that's essentially what they do at the end of the season is uh, CIF takes like the best, not like they do take the best eight teams, um, in all of, uh, high school basketball for the girls in every division, doesn't matter what division you're in, they take the best eight teams and put them in what they call the open division. Um, so they have this kind of watch list that goes on throughout the year and teams that they're on it. They're like, Hey, we know you're really good and we're keeping an eye on you. So. Uh, at the end of the day, it's going to be a fantastic game tonight for the girls' basketball, 5.30 p.m. against Fairmont Prep in the Triton Event Center, um, two very competitive, very successful teams being, being led and coached well and having great years. So uh, girls' basketball um, is doing a great job. We're excited to see Coach Pablo uh, lead our team in the postseason and, and see what they do there. So uh, staying with girls' sports, we'll talk about girls' soccer a little bit. Girls' soccer is also having a great year um, at the moment. They, they played a handful of games over the break. Uh, girls soccer currently uh, is in division four for CIF. They're ranked at number 10 in division four for girls soccer, which is, is great for them. It's the highest they've ever been ranked. Um, this is their first year competing at D4. They've worked their way up from the bottom, which I think is seven or eight. And now they're here at division four over the last four or five years. Um, they, they just had a game yesterday. They drove up to LA area and had a good win. They're currently sitting at 16, two and one. With one more non-league game left before they really jump, jump into league play, they play Fullerton High School. They host them tomorrow at three o'clock at Vanguard University. Uh, I encourage you guys to come out and watch if you're looking to to see see your and support your girls' soccer team as, as they compete. Um, in, a, in a should be a fairly competitive home game. Fullerton, I believe, is in Division Five, um, just below the girls, and and they're ranked two in their in their division um, as well. So they're, they're, they're ranked actually Sorry, So they're in division six and they're ranked number three in division six. So, uh, two divisions below, but, but anytime you can break into those top rankings, you know, you're, you're a team that is fairly going to be, you know, decent and and, and produce a good product and have a good game. So another good matchup this week for you guys that want to watch some good soccer on the girls side, they play Wednesday three o'clock at Vanguard university against Fullerton high school, um, and like I said, they're having a, a great year they're, they're, they've, they've been hit with some injuries here and there throughout the year, but the girls have been resilient. The team is finding a way to, to adapt and stay together and, and get some good wins. So I know the coaching staff there is, is just doing a great job with them. So, uh, shifting gears, we'll go to the boy side. We have boy soccer, who is having the best year that they've had in school history, um, the boys' soccer program, you know, being led by, by Coach Marmalstein in his second year. They just got back from a, a great team trip. They went one on one on the team trip, but they went down to San Diego over the break, um, lost to a very good Maranatha High School out of San Diego, and then picked up a win against Coastal Academy uh, the next day on their way back. They're currently sitting at nine and five, uh, six and one in league play, which is, again, the best they've been um, positioned this time of the year in, in league. Um, losing nearly 3-2 to Samwelli Academy just before the break, uh, who is currently in first place undefeated. But they, uh, they've they had a, a great run. Their, their next game is today um, away, unfortunately, for those that, that were hoping to catch a boys' soccer game. It's not too far. It's at Orangewood Academy in Garden Grove at 3 o'clock. It's about 20 minutes from school. Um, for those of you that may be interested in trying to catch a boys' soccer game, I encourage you, hey, you go check it out. It's not very far. A 3 o'clock, Orangewood Academy, it should be should be a good game for them to pick up another win and get back kind of in the rhythm of league play. They're, they're in league from here on out, so no more non-league games for them. Uh, they have league games from here until the end of the season. Their next home game, for those of you that are trying to catch a home game, is during Wedge Week, January 22nd, um, against Orangewood Academy. So that's 3 o'clock at Vanguard University, their next home game. So they have a little bit of an away stretch here for them, um, but yeah, they're they're having a great season, and then last but not least, we have uh, boys boys basketball having a having their 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 season. We just hosted the BSN showcase, uh, which was a fantastic event for those of you that were here. It's a a one day event with with uh, we bring in eight teams, we play four different games, and. Uh, And man, it was some great basketball. We had two games going to overtime. One of them went into double overtime. Uh, We had two teams come out from Nevada, um, top talent, kids going to Wyoming and San Diego State. And. Um, all these different Division One schools that kids had D one offers to, so it was just it was a great event. Boys basketball had one of the best wins. They I was talking to coach the other day. He thinks one of the best wins um, of the season, probably top ten of the all time, beating Modesto Christian um, in a, in a super back and forth, very incredible fourth quarter, actually, right, going into overtime, getting into overtime, and then. And then Kind of closing it out there in overtime um, against a really really good Modesto Christian. Last year they were ranked top twenty-five in the country by Max Preps. Um, this year they're top forty in the state. Again, again, uh, you know, just a program to be reckoned with. Um, boys basketball rankings, Orange County rankings actually haven't been updated. Their last rankings came out were just before the break. The boys, though, in those last rankings were ranked fifth in Orange County. Um, again, just to get ranked in the top twenty-five of a very competitive landscape like orange county for boys basketball is significantly a big deal so uh coach barraoff's doing uh, doing fantastic work with those guys they're moving um you know forward the best they can they also have their first league game tonight at home against our, our rival fairmont prep Um, As I'm sure you guys are just as excited or in tune just to come out and support them. Um, We are defending league champs. We have a league title to defend. We're sitting at 11 and 8. So not only is it the winning a league title again, but making sure we we finish above 500 so we can be eligible for an at-large bid. Uh, Fairmont Prep sitting at 11 and 7. So we're right about, kind of right about the same there. In the the last Orange County rankings that came out, um, like I said, we were ranked 5th. Um, Fairmont Prep was ranked 12th now again that was you know December right before the break we played a lot of games since then Um, uh, both our teams have probably gotten better since then so who knows where we'll fall who knows what will happen but what we do know is we're playing Fairmont Prep tonight 7 o'clock in the Triton Event Center Uh, you guys need to be there support our our Tritons as we look to defend our league title um, against a team that we've had historically great competition with day in and day out so that's a quick update Spring sports, parents that are listening, uh, spring coaches are getting everything dialed in. We're trying our best to make sure uh, when we launch all like the logistics, I know a lot of our teams have been already kind of in communication and doing off season, but most of our coaches are launching all their logistics for their spring at the end of this week. Um, I I know a lot of you already have like your day to day kind of nailed down, right? When you're in the weight room, when you're on the field and, and whatnot. And your court schedules, but we're not, we're talking like, hey, here's all your league, here's your tournaments, here's your schedules, here's your away trips, here's logistics, we're trying to get all that rolled out here by the end of the week, so your coaches uh, have been working with the athletic department to kind of sort that out, and just be patient with us as we get all that out to you, but we're really excited for all our spring sports, track and field is growing, baseball is growing, Uh, beach volleyball with Coach Chesser, who's still in his first year, but led our indoor program well. We got golf, who's under our new head coach, Tanner Motsky, who was our assistant, former alumni. Now he's growing that program. They're looking like they're going to have varsity JV, um, which is exciting for them. We have boys tennis that we're launching this spring. Uh, Coach staff is going to be continuing to lead the boys as he led the girls, who they won their first outright league title this last fall, girls tennis under coach staff. So we're looking forward to maybe not necessarily a league title in the first year, but a very competitive program for them um in the spring. So yeah, continue to be patient. Reach out to the department if you guys have any questions or you need help just connecting with a coach. We'll be glad to connect you, get you dialed in there. Um and then the last thing which some of you may find interesting, some of you you know may may just like, oh it doesn't doesn't matter to me necessarily. Um, but is the releasing cycle. So long story short, every every two years in Orange County um and every four years around everywhere else around CIF uh, they go through what's called a re cycle where leagues get to re to, schools get to move around from different leagues. Let's say you're in a, a league that you liked and you're like, hey, this is great. It's a good fit for us. But four years later, you're like, oh, everybody got way too big or too competitive. I should find another league. You have the ability to do that, and it doesn't necessarily happen that way. But every two to four years, there's a whole releaguing cycle. Um, and we're in that for Orange County now. What makes this, th- this kind of go around very interesting is that there was never a unanimous vote or a unanimous, like, oh, we all the schools in Orange County agree on this releaguing. So, right now, um, there's a really good article on Orange County uh register that's from this past December, October. November, they have a few of them that are out there that really just dive into like how are things changing. Um, The biggest change now is there's going to football-only conferences, so it won't matter necessarily the league you're in and if you have football or not or how good your football team is not or is not because they're going to put all the football teams in one conference and they will move up and down and be kind of placed accordingly to how good they are just solely off of football. The whole league will not matter anymore excuse me, the whole school will not matter anymore, whether you have all the sports like soccer, basketball, golf, baseball, so on and so forth. If you have football, you you go into a conference where you just have football, and that's kind of how that works. Um, And what that has done is it's freed up all the other schools to re-league now based on just all their other sports, which fairly tend to be a little bit more competitive holistically than a school that maybe just has a dominant football program but doesn't really care about any of its other sports, but those other sports get dragged into a really good league because of football. If, if you're kind of following me on that, so um, there's been a ton of change. Um, I, I don't, I, well, we're going to put on our website a link you can go to to read more about where schools have fallen and what leagues have changed. Um, I, I want to point out, I think, two of the biggest ones that I think are having the biggest impact. Um, would be the fact that Rosary will no longer be a Trinity League school. Um, There's the proposal on the table that Rosary will leave the Trinity League, go to the Pacific Coast Conference... Which that league now would have Irvine, Laguna Beach, Northwood, Portola, Rosary, Sage Hills, St. Margaret's, University, and Woodbridge. So that is a very interesting proposal. So what has happened is all these proposals have gone to the high school athletic directors. They couldn't it, they passed, but there was still a few schools that petitioned the passing, which they have that in their rights to do um, to appeal it. And now it's going to a CIF council um, on January 30th, I believe, of this of yeah this month for the final approval of will this take place starting next school year, 24, 25, 25, 26 would be the two year cycle for orange County. So that one is a very interesting, um, I think to see what happens because really will the Trinity league invite in another school that specifically has a, has a female, um, athletic department because right now Trinity league goes from five to four, right? Schools that have female sports and that then takes away a playoff spot. Now, I, you could argue in theory because the Trinity League, for the most part, all compete at the highest levels. All of those divisions, typically 1, 2, and 3, have at-large bids. So you get in as an at-large no matter what. But you still do run the chance. At the end of the day, there's only four schools that offer female sports. Therefore, two playoff spots, not three like if you had Rosary when you would have five schools, if that makes sense. Um, and then the other one that's kind of interesting is the, the, the Coast View It's the Coast View, I believe it is? Yeah. No, sorry. It's the Golden Empire Conference. That conference now has expanded to include uh, Buena Park, which is super north Orange County, with schools such as Laguna Hills way, you know, further down south of here. Um, The schools in that league are Buena Park, Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa, Fullerton, which is a drive, Garden Grove, Godinas, Catella, Kennedy, Laguna Hills, Ocean View, Santa Ana, Seagerson, Tustin, Valencia, Westminster. A lot of schools there. Um, that one is one that's kind of getting, it's interesting to see, okay, what's going to happen there. Cause if I was a principal, uh, to go when I'm already in the freeway league where the furthest I go is, you know, maybe La Habra, if I'm at Buena Park, now I have to go from Buena Park all the way down to Laguna, uh, you know, Laguna Hills to, to compete. That's kind of a drive, right? That's, that's not just around the corner. So, um, we're interested to see how this all kind of plays out. What happens, you know, where where these schools end up landing. But um, I thought that was an interesting point to bring up. You can go to OC Varsity or OC Register um, and check out, you know, some some articles on it. Um, the Villa Park. I'm actually reading one now from Villa Park um, it, it does a really good job at breaking it down for for those that are interested um, to talk a little bit more, even more about the Century Conference, which is what they're planning to do with some of these schools. So. All right, this is one of my longer episodes. Thank you guys for listening, being patient. We look forward to seeing you hopefully this week at some of our athletic events. Um, Until next time, yeah, talk to you later. Bye.